0: Legends, Folklore, and History of New England,
1: a podcast for kids by kids. Hello, and welcome to our first Thanksgiving episode. I'm Molly. And I'm Bridget. And we are going to share a few stories with you today as you get ready for your own Thanksgiving meal if you are here in the States. Now we know that the pilgrims arriving on the shores of Massachusetts
0: was not happy and joyous for all involved. These new settlers did unimaginable damage to the native peoples that had a thriving civilization long before the Europeans showed up on their land. We think it's important to acknowledge this and to
1: also be thankful for what we have now. Molly, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for my friends and my family and, of course, you, Bridget, and I'm also thankful for all of you guys listening to our podcast. What about you, Bridget?
0: I'm thankful for my school community, the ability to be in school,
1: you guys, my friends and family as well. So, as we mentioned that the arrival of the Europeans was the beginning of a horrific future for the indigenous people in America, the idea of Thanksgiving among Native people is split. For some tribes, it is a day of mourning. However, many others participate in Thanksgiving Day because the idea of giving thanks is central to Native American culture.
0: Long before the Europeans arrived, indigenous tribes would celebrate autumn harvest with feasts, thanking Mother Earth for her abundance. Native American spirituality emphasizes gratitude for community, family, and the gifts of the land,
1: ideas that are perfect for the Thanksgiving holiday. Let's tell you a little bit about the pilgrims. Way back in 1620, there was a group of people in England who wanted to leave because they were being persecuted for their religion. Kinda ironic since they went on to do the same exact thing, but that's another podcast.
0: Persecuted means being punished. The pilgrims followed a religion called Puritanism. It was a very strict form of Christianity. At the time in England, you had to follow the same religion as the King of England, who was James the First. He was not a Puritan.
1: So they took off from England in two ships the Speedwell and the Mayflower. Shortly into the trip, the Speedwell had to turn back to England. Eventually, the Mayflower continued to the New World by itself. And let's point out, the New World was only new to the Europeans. There was nothing new about it to the Native Americans who had lived there for thousands and thousands of years.
0: It was a hard journey. Sea travel was not like a Disney cruise back then. People got sick, it smelled, and the boats were pretty small considering they were traveling across the ocean. Because of the delay with the speedwell, the Mayflower left much later than initially planned and arrived on the shores of what would later become Provincetown on Cape Cod in December just as the
1: winter was starting. The initial landing spot in Provincetown was not a great spot to try to start a new civilization, so they continued a bit further into the bay to what is now Plymouth, Massachusetts. It was a very difficult winter, and a number of pilgrims did not survive, but those that did started building a settlement and trying to start a new life. To get through the first winter, the pilgrims were known to steal food from the Wampanoag people. In March 1621, Chief Massasoit of the Wampanoag entered into a peace treaty with the new settlers. The pilgrims discovered the land was different than in England. The area in which the pilgrims settled in has very sandy clay, like soil, which made growing crops difficult. This is where the native people played a vital role in helping the pilgrims survive and thrive by teaching them how to adapt to the sandy soil. There were plenty of fish on the seashore, so the
0: Wampanoag people taught the pilgrims to add fish to the planting holes to act as fertilizer. The Wampanoags also introduced the pilgrims to Indian corn, which grew better in the New England climate than traditional English grains. Eventually, the pilgrims had so much food that they traded the food for furs from the Native people.
1: The first Thanksgiving as a holiday originates from the Native American philosophy of giving without expecting anything in return. At the first celebration with the pilgrims in November 1621, the Wampanoag not only provided the food for the feast, but also the teachings of farming and hunting. So that's the original Thanksgiving story. You can actually go visit what the original settlement would have looked like at Plymouth Plantation. There are actors in the village that will talk to you about what the daily life was like. You can try churning butter or sweeping a dirt floor. There were also cows, chickens, and goats in the village, just like in the 1620s. And you can also hear the perspective of the Wampanoag people at the
0: Wampanoag home site at Plymouth Plantation. Local Native Americans, descendants of the original Wampanoag people, share what village life was like and demonstrate traditional crafts, food preparation, and even making canoes by burning out the insides of
1: logs. If you haven't ever been to Plymouth Plantation, it is so much fun. We have a blast every time we go. But if you go when the weather is chilly, bundle up. We're telling you that because there is a very cold breeze off the water. We shared some of our pictures from past trips on our website if you want to check them out, including Bridget's chicken selfie. Okay, so I'm sure you've heard about
0: Plymouth Rock. If you live in the area of Plymouth, Massachusetts, or have ever visited, chances are you have seen Plymouth Rock. It's literally a huge boulder on the edge of the bay. Nowadays, it's under a huge stone monument. According to legend Mary Chilton who was 12 years old at the time, was the first person to step foot onto Plymouth Rock to start their new lives. Mary Chilton was one of several children that made the journey, and she eventually went on to have 10 children in America, and many famous actors and even Vice President Dan
1: Quayle can trace their families back to her. If you have ever watched the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer holiday special, you'll recognize the voice of her eighth great-grandson, Burl
0: Ives. But... That rock actually has nothing to do with the Pilgrim's Landing in 1620. In fact, no one said anything about the rock until 1741 when the townspeople wanted to build a wharf that would end up burying the boulder. An elderly church elder was the first to proclaim its importance and hence Plymouth
1: Rock was born. So no one is debating they landed in Plymouth. But there are several issues with the idea of Plymouth Rock as a landing place for the pilgrims. It's not a huge rock to step off their bow onto it would have been unlikely. There are definitely safer places to step out. However, the legend of this rock
0: is still told, and if you'd like to visit it, all you need to do is head into downtown Plymouth. You can't miss it. While you're there, you can take a tour of the Mayflower II, a replica of the original ship. Both Plymouth Rock and the Mayflower II are just a short distance from Plymouth Plantation.
1: One last bit of information that we want to leave with you, and I didn't know this until we researched for this episode. The Friday after Thanksgiving is known as Native American Heritage Day. So we encourage you to take some time in your day and think about contributions indigenous people have made to our current society as well as from remembering the sacrifices and pain they have had to endure. So that wraps up our first Thanksgiving special. We hope you have a healthy and safe social distance holiday with family and friends. We
0: also know that for some, holidays can be hard. So we wish you all a positive, happy vibes. And if you or your family needs help, there are so many places to reach out to. A teacher, a school counselor, coach, your pastor, imam or rabbi, even a friend's parent or neighbor are all people you can reach out to if you need help. we also put some links on our website at www.lfhmecom if you need food assistance or other help
1: during the season. We are thankful for all of you making this such an awesome, fun, and exciting podcast for us. Thank you. See you next week. Happy Thanksgiving.
0: And remember, history is fun and sometimes a little spooky. reindeer,
1: had a very shiny nose, and if you ever saw it, you You would even say it glows.